Yes, Dave from CheaperWineFinders.com. And today we have a companion podcast for a little wine we threw on the Cheap Wine Finder uh, website, uh, CheapWineFinder.com. And it's a cava. It's called the Plus and Plus Cava Brute. On the bottle, it's the symbols. It's the plus sign, like in addition, and the figure eight looking ad, the and sign, you know. And though, if you look for it on the internet, you have to pretty much spell it out um, plus and plus, which kind of ruins the fun. But it's plus and plus Kava. I think it's a brand. I think whoever brought the, whatever uh, distributor brought this into the country um, made this as a brand they're going to sell because when it popped the cork, uh, the name on the cork was the uh, winery that made it, which is a family-owned business uh, in eastern Spain that have been making wine for over 150 years. And it's their um, their house, uh, Cava, on the cork. Uh, maybe the cork has just been reused, but I don't know. Then maybe then again, maybe the label has just been changed. One or the other, um, but there you go. Not that it makes a difference if you don't know either one of them. And this is a pretty nice little cava. Uh, $10 I found it for, and um, that's, that's not bad. Um, the one thing, champagne kind of is the, you know, it sucks up all the money from, from sparkling wine. Anybody's going to spend anything over 25 bucks goes champagne just about, which puts a lot of uh, competition in the lower end. So you, you get some pretty good wines in a lower um, the lower budget parts of, and you would expect, you know, expect it to be bad because if champagne costs so much money, then obviously the cheap stuff can't be any good, but it doesn't actually work that way. Cheap stuff is actually really good. And I'm going to take a sip of this uh, plus and plus and uh, the bubbles. I'm taking a look at the bubbles. One thing they say about uh, sparkling wine is you can tell the quality of the, of, of it by how small the bubbles are. They, if they rushed it, they didn't take the time during the second fermentation, you get these bubbles, which are big globs of CO2. But if they let time happen and let it take its time for the, the, um, the, the bubbles to incorporate themselves into the wine, they're little bitty, teeny, tiny bubbles. And this one has little bitty, teeny, tiny bubbles. And that's another thing. Kava, um, the rules are for the uh, for the non-reserved ones, uh, uh, bubblies, that you have to keep them in the bottle, second fermentation in the bottle, for at least nine months. And the winery here says they kept them in the bottle for over a year, which is um, at least three months over the minimum requirement, which is a nice thing to see. And I'm going to take a little sip here because I've got a glass of bubbly in my hand and it's just wrong not to take a sip. This has a lot of flavor. I mean, it's, um, it's got a nice mix of um, fruit and um, citrus, and it's got like kind of like dried uh, stone fruit, and but in the, then it's got fresh like ripe fruit. It's got a lot of the you know yin yang thing going on of a bunch of different flavors, and the acidity is pretty good. I, I know um, a problem I have with some um, value price cavas that they are acid bombs. You know. Um, you're going to be, you drink it, you're going to be, you know, 
popping Tums at the end of the night just to settle your stomach, but this is kind of okay. This is doing just fine. Um, if you didn't know about kava, kava is made the same way as champagne. Um, second fermentation, the, the first fermentation they do like any other wine, and the second fermentation is that they bottle it. And in each and every bottle, they add a little bit of yeast and a little bit of um, uh, of sugar, and then they close it up temporarily. And then here over a year, they they wait for the magic to happen. Um, champagne and um, and cava are both made in the the traditional style, which is sixteenth um, century technology. This is something that they came about in the fifteen hundreds. Uh, Prosecco is made in the Charmette method, where they use huge uh, pressurized vats which is the 19th century, because I think it was like 1880 when they came up with that. So like in the, in the years, they figured out how to do it mechanically. And, uh, but that's the major differences were the, how the bubbles got there. It's, it's 300 years or four years difference. And it's a pretty good little kava. And one thing you got to remember too about bubbly, and this is the one thing you need to know about bubbly, is that when they make it, especially the non-vintage when they make it, they know what it's going to taste like before they start. And um, I can say that because, you know, they, uh, they, they manipulate it so much. There's two fermentations. They go through two fermentations, and at the very end, on non-vintage wines, it's non-vintage because they then blend in previous vintages to get it to taste exactly like the house style. So they know exactly what it's going to taste like. It is what they want it to be. Now, if you ever see a vintage date on it, those they kind of know what it's going to taste like, but they don't blend other vintages in at the end. But non-vintage bubbly, you know, they always know what's what they're going to end up with, which means that you need to you need to choose, you know, not just I want a prosecco, I want a cava, I want a whatever. You, I want this guy's cava, I want that guy's. You need to take your time to find out who made it, because who made it the most important thing I mean, the grapes yeah the grapes are always good this isn't that um but when you manipulate as much as you do and you're blending other other years in with it it's the house style that's the most important thing need to take the time to figure out which ones you like i'm usually an advocate of just grabbing one and trying everything but with uh bubbly with uh, sparkling wine even with champagne and you know, most people who drink champagne, not most, but a lot of people only know four or five different brands. There's, there's hundreds of them in champagne, but it's hard to go searching around and drinking all of different ones, um, which ones wish they tend to get the ones they think give them the most, oh, you drank that today. Ooh, you're cool. But when you're drinking Prosecco, you're drinking, drinking uh, Cava, it's who made it. You find out which one is your wine, which one does it for you. And um, this plus and plus is a very nice one. It's got a lot of flavor. It's got a lot of things going on. Acidity is nice. Um, drinks well, and it doesn't cost much money. So f- search it out. Drink different bubbles. Find out the producer you like. Follow the producer, and that's that. And that's that for me. And there we go with the plus and plus Cava Brute today on the CheapWineFinder.com website. Like us where you like your podcast, if you will. Uh, 
and keep it cheap. And until the next time, we'll do this thing all over again. And that'll be in a day or two. So adios for now. And bye-bye. Oh,